Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 38th episode of Disability Discrimination Band starting now. I am your host, Lindsay, and in today's episode, I will be explaining to you guys what cerebral palsy is. Now, let's get started with the show. The information that I am getting about cerebral palsy, the information is coming from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. So, if anyone that works there comes across this episode and listens to what I am saying, thank you for letting or for putting this on your website so I can educate my listeners to it. So, cerebral palsy refers to a group of neurological disorders that appear in infancy or early childhood and permanently affects body movement and muscle coordination. And this usually, you see cerebral palsy the most when the person has suffered a brain injury of some sort. And CP is uh, cerebral palsy, which you will also hear me refer it as CP, is caused by damage to or abnormalities inside the developing brain that disrupts the brain ability to control movement and maintain posture and balance. In some cases, the areas of the brain involved in muscle and muscle movement do not develop as expected during fetal growth. In others, the damage is a result of an injury to the brain either before, during, or after birth. In either case, the damage is not reversible and the disabilities that result are permanent. A piece of information that I find fascinating is that Cerebral palsy is the leading cause of childhood disabilities in the U.S. Now, of course, like you've heard me say, I have cerebral palsy too. And it really only affects my right arm. But I'm still able to do things on my own. And just like many mild cases that you might see. But when, um, but like I mentioned, there are severe cases of cerebral palsy where the person is going to need help for the rest of their lives. And they they need to have caregivers or family members just living with them because what they might not be able to do something as simple to brushing their teeth that's 
how many forms of cerebral palsy you could see to where you you can brush your teeth on your own or you'll see someone helping the person to do everyday living. So there is no cure for cerebral palsy, but supportive treatments, medications, and surgery can help many individuals improve their their motor skills and ability to communicate with the world. Some symptoms of cerebral palsy that you could see is lack of muscle coordination when performing voluntary movements, weakness in one or more arm or leg, and of course I'm only saying a few of them, Um, delays in reaching motor skills milestones, and difficulty with precise movements such as writing or buttoning a shirt. But one thing I want to uh, talk about is also related conditions to cerebral palsy. And I will only be reading around three of them. But I will attach the link to this website. So if you would like to see the article for yourselves, you can. So, the first one is the intellectual disability. Approximately 30 to 50% of individuals with CP have an intellectual disability, a seizure disorder. As many as half of all children with CP have one or more seizures. Children with both cerebral palsy and epilepsy are more likely to have an intellectual disability and delayed growth and development. Children with moderate to severe CP often lag behind in growth and development. The muscles and limbs affected by CP tend to be smaller. So those are just a few of the related conditions. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I hope you have learned some more about cerebral palsy. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.